This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Good morning. It's 745 Pacific Daylight Time. It's Sterling Fox in for the vacationing Jill Bennett with uh, Dr. Sarah Dubois, the chief scientific officer for the BCSPCA on the line, here to talk to us this morning about a new program at the SPCA called Animal Kind. It's the world's first accreditation program for pest control. Dr. Dubois, Sarah, good morning. Good morning, Sterling. It's lovely of you to join us. Tell us about Animal Kind and the motivation behind accrediting pest control operations. Well, thank you, Sterling, for having us because this is a very exciting project. Sure is. SPCA, yeah. We've been working on it for about three years, actually, with our partners at the UBC Animal Welfare Program. And it really came out of the need to be able to kind of navigate the marketplace. There are so many pest control companies out there. And some of them are good and some of them not so good. And we've had that experience ourselves at the BCSPCA. We've investigated pest control companies for cruelty complaints. Mm -hmm. And we also operate a wildlife rehabilitation facility. And I, when I was there working at that facility many years ago, we had an incident where a gentleman brought in a raccoon. And he was hired to trap that raccoon and drive it 30 kilometers out of the city. But he was really concerned that this raccoon wasn't acting normal. And it was September, and he thought, well, is there any chance it still has babies around? And he asked to bring it into the center so we could check it out. And we thought, sure, if we can convince him to take it back. You know, that that raccoon needs to live in its own home range. And so he brought it in, and in fact, we were able to prove to him that that mother raccoon was still nursing young, and he took it back. And so we thought, okay, if there's a pest control operation out there that is willing to do the right thing for animals and still address the need to get them out of people's homes but do it in a way that the animals can still live in their home ranges, um, like squirrels and raccoons and and other species like birds, then at least we're going to solve a lot of these issues and address some serious suffering issues. Yeah, and and, and it's all, I suppose, predicated on the fact that I'm sure this has been going on for decades. Every year, the SPCA gets calls from people going, well, can you recommend a good pest control company? We got coons in the attic again, that kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So we have a lot of our supporters and the members of the public say, who am I going to call? And they look up that phone phone book, and there's 20 companies in your area, especially in the lower mainland. And you don't know how to pick because the word humane is not trademarked. Anybody can use it, just like the word eco-friendly or green. You can put it in your business name or use it in your marketing, and no one knows the wiser. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the public is actually being misled by some of these companies who say, I'm you know, a humane wildlife control or a humane pest control company, but they don't actually tell you how they're going to do their work. And sometimes people don't want to know, and I appreciate that. It's yeah. not a pretty picture. But at the same time, there's a lot of ways to do these types of things to solve your problem, but at the same time not harm animals. And, okay, sometimes, yes, there are, there are, there's a need to intervene lethally with rodents when you have significant health and safety risks. We appreciate that. Yeah. Not like a completely non-lethal program. But most other species don't need to be killed. They just need to be removed in a humane way. Right. And, and but, yeah, I'm, I'm using an old word here, but extermination uh, is still at play when you're talking about, for example, a mice infestation. Uh, that can be a serious health hazard. 
Absolutely, and there's definitely concerns when you're in a workplace environment, in your home, and you're inhaling these, um, you know, potentially urine or, you know, fecal matter, and this is a concern, of course, for restaurants, Mm -hmm. processors. So there are ways within the program that pest control companies can still address those issues effectively, but again, the majority of pest control right now is really focused on just, you know, let's deal with the problem when it's here, let's kill the animals. Um, these are common species, that, you know, they're not really protected, so there's no need to, to worry about uh, how many are being killed from the perspective of these companies. And, you know, we've been actually really surprised that we introduced this idea and started consulting with pest control companies about three years ago. We thought, mm, is anyone really going to want to be a part of this program? Um, maybe it's just a couple, but there was real enthusiasm because I think, you know, pest control operators, they're the problem solvers, right? right. They're just being hired to do a job and they want to solve a problem for a homeowner or uh, a business and at the end of the day they just need to get the animals out and so we're trying to provide them with this alternative to doing it in a way that harms animals. Now uh, is this uh, this alternative approach where, where a minimal harm is caused to, uh, to animals and yet the remediation of the pest problem is accomplished is this whole a solution that you propose with animal kind a direct result of BC people calling the office and saying, not only can you recommend a good pest control company, but also adding, you know, the kind that don't kill animals, but do a great job of getting them out of my life? Very much so. So when we actually did a marketing survey and asked British Columbians, what do you think humane means? that word when it comes to pest control, there's a whole variety of answers. So some people said, well, it means non-lethal. Others said it means quick killing. Some said, well, just don't use poison. Mm -hmm. So even the word humane means something very different to everyone out there. But I think the majority of people, you know, a lot of us, of course, are pet owners. Nobody wants to see unnecessary suffering caused to these animals. And so they figure who else but the BCSPCA will know who best guys are out there. And the reality is we have 43 locations across the province, and we actually need to answer these questions ourselves. How are we going to address pest control at our own facilities? Right. So we had to walk the walk. We had to do the research. We spent several years, again, consulting internationally, consulting with pest control companies in British Columbia, working with the UBC group to research the best methodologies, and coming at the end of the day with a set of standards that have been evidence-based, so they're based on animal welfare science, but also meet the values of the BCSPCA so that we can use these standards at our own facilities, recommend them to our friends, basically, so we become a referral agency, and then at the same time direct more business the people who are doing the right thing for animals. We're talking with Dr. Sarah Dubois, the Chief Scientific Officer for the BC SPCA. Very timely conversation this morning too, Sarah, because it's springtime and the creatures are coming back and they're looking to find nests and have babies. It's a very important time of the year for those of us, particularly with potential pest control issues in our attics, under our eaves, etc. Can you uh, offer up a few prevention tips this morning that may cause animals not to want to nest in our house and move on. You said it. Best timing ever. Actually, on Thursday, we got our first reported sighting of baby squirrels in people's attics. Okay. So it was a pest control operator who had heard about the new program um, and who um, wanted to know, hey, what do I do to, I've, I've actually excluded the mom because I just thought it was, you know, another squirrel job and I want to let this squirrel out through a one-way door, but not realizing that all of a sudden he's found in, in the wall through the closet a nest of babies. Right. 
So that's the thing is that you have to definitely assume uh, even, you know, in March or even in September, as we learned from that um, raccoon situation at our wildlife center, that there is baby season. So you have to maybe do something different in the wintertime versus the spring and summer. But the approaches are all the same. It's all about prevention. So having, you know, a really good look around your home because you wouldn't believe the small size that a, a rodent can get into. That's right, yeah. And, and so had, board up those points of entry, right? Yeah, and it was as simple as this. So like last uh, winter, so I've, I've lived in the same residence for almost 10 years now, and it's a wooden structure building, and I've never had a pest issue. Okay. So I live in a forest, and there's lots of owls around, so I know there's lots of rodents around. Um, but we had a mouse show up in our, our laundry room, and I was just shocked. And I thought, okay, well, maybe, you know, it's that old dryer vent, you know, where the exhaust is coming out, and, and I, I knew it was kind of failing, and, and it, something could probably get in there. So I went out and, you know, replaced that myself. And I thought, okay, it's got a cage on it. Nobody can get in anymore. Right. The next night, I, I caught another mouse, and I had been letting them outside because I know the owls will appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I thought, oh, maybe he got back in. And so it actually took me several weeks to determine that it was a hole I never even knew existed. Thankfully, one of my neighbors had, had seen it in his own area and was able to put that spray in foam and, and uh, that um, mesh, metal mesh, so that he could prevent any animals coming in. Right. But I, I didn't even know it was there. So sometimes you do need professional help to really find those areas that are coming into your, your eaves or your basement, or even if there's animals hanging out in your shed and you want some solutions. But the creatures are indeed creatures of habit, and they will go for the old residents if they can possibly reoccupy it, won't they? Absolutely. Why? It's easy. Absolutely. These animals, you know, they have very basic life needs. Yep. They want food and shelter. And so if you are providing access to either of those, they're going to move in. But the reality is, is that if you exclude them from entering and you don't feed your pets outside or have lots of bird seed hanging around, you know, there are some attractants that we don't always consider are actually bringing animals to us. And how do we find a pest, an animal kind pest control company, one that has, has passed the BC SPCA test when we need to call somebody? Absolutely. So we've just accredited our first two companies. We've got uh, AAA Wildlife in the Lower Mainland and Alternative Wildlife Solutions in Victoria. But we're recruiting new companies now. So that was the point of getting the message out there. So we want other companies across the province. We want to be able to refer to a company in every community. Okay. So that's something that uh, we're now starting and, and taking recruitment. The companies themselves do have to submit um, record information. We actually go out uh, on site with them for jobs. We audit you know, you know, some of their work. So it is a, a process. It could take a couple months to get through it. But at the same time, we're building this animal kind community. And it's for the long term. Excellent. We really want to invest um, in this program so that, again, members of the public are not going to be duped or somehow, you know, realize that the company they hired to drive that animal 30 kilometers away left babies in the attic or they used in traps that actually cause suffering and injury mm-hmm. to these animals. Well, it's a great idea, and, and it's about it's seriously overdue, and you know that, but you took the time to get it right, and now we're starting to see companies becoming accredited. And I would assume if people go to the BCSPCA website, uh, spca.bc.ca, it'd be a good place to get started, right, Sarah? Absolutely, but it's even easier. They can just go to animalkind.ca. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.